0: Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. Just
2: like she said, it is us, The Approach Shot. I am John Ashton.
3: I am Neil Michaels, and she is right. We are here. Here are we we be here. Wherever you go, there you are. Well, there you are.
2: <laughs> well, I, I, did you have a good week this week? No, I've been stuck in my house because there's like an ice skating rink in Kentucky. We don't get snow. We get ice.
3: That, I, I'm not the one who has been rubbing in the, the better temperatures and stuff here in Southern California.
2: Up until today. Okay. Right. When it's, you know, 68
3: and partly cloudy and those of us who live here... Put a sweater on because, you know, that's chilly. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I told you my wife is one of those people who just needs to fill her love bucket. And she's done so by getting us chickens. So we have seven chickens in <laughs> a coop back. I'm not kidding. And they're now our pets. Oh, and it occurred to me the other day as I was scooping some of the eggs that they laid for us mm-hmm. that golf balls are like grocery store eggs. They're white. Uh-huh. They're sold by the dozen. Uh-huh. And in my case, a week after you buy a dozen, you have to go back and buy more. <laughs> well,
2: only if you go out and play once.
3: They, well, true. And, <laughs> and, and if you mistake the two, you can make a real mess. <laughs> uh, oh, so, man. yes. And, and and I will be going out, I think, this week and, uh, and taking my new club's Out to the course that I just joined, I think I told you it's an Executive Paw Mm 3 with a a whopping 63-yard hole. I can't wait to try that one. I wonder if anybody's used a putter off that tee.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You'll probably need just a tad more elevation.
3: (laughs) You never know. (laughs) I hope that's not the case in all of them, because a lot of times off the tee, I don't get a lot of elevation, but I do help the gardeners do a lot of work. Yeah.
2: The one major benefit to playing a course like that is your short game will become, in just a matter of weeks, the strongest part of your entire game.
3: I agree. And, you know, it's interesting. You always talk about um, the fact that you used to work at Canon. I I used to play with a sales manager from Canon in Atlanta, and he was a scratch golfer, and he came to me one day when I was at the driving range he said to me so uh I see you're you've got your driver out you've got your three wood out and you're just ripping right and I said well yeah I'm you know trying to get the whole muscle memory feel and Mm -hmm. he said is that how you play the game do you hit every shot off the tee do you hit your shot off the tee and then your next shot off the tee and then your next shot off the tee and I said no I hit a three wood and then I hit fairway irons and short game he said, "Well, that's how you should be practicing. Practice the way you would play. Yeah. Because if you're ju- if all you're doing is is ripping, then sure, maybe when you go out there, you're better off the tee, but you've ignored your your long irons in your short game, and that'll never get better." Yeah. And I thought, "What do you know, Mister Scratch Golfer? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are?" <laughs> right. Thanks for the advice. Just because you beat me the last time you played by 20 strokes, what does that mean? <laughs>
2: That's right. But anyhow, we're going to be talking... I mean, we're, we're talking to some stellar and luminary people again this week.
3: That is so true. Walt Thurman, the Super Bowl champion is going to be joining us to talk football super bowl and a lot of golf
2: and we have one funny lady too
3: ro del gracia is going to be here today and she will make us laugh
2: at least that's what we told her she was going to do (laughs) that's right let's hope she will follow through that is all coming up with the approach shot so we do ask you to just
1: hang out Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. I gotta try Nugenix Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. That's G R I T to
0: 321321.
2: And we can do nothing but thank you for hanging out, coming back. We are the approach shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Always. The same Indeed. guy shows up week after week after week. You keep trying to get rid
3: of me, but I keep finding my way back. You keep leaving the breadcrumbs, and I keep finding my way back.
2: Man, we are going to wow and amaze you yet again with our choice of guests.
3: We are very lucky to have with us not just Walt Thurman, but Walt Thurman Third. <laughs> you have to say that with a monocle in um, <laughs> That Walt Thurman, yes, indeed, the one who is responsible for having created the legions of boom with the Seattle Seahawks. Also, please show us your ring. You got it on your hand.
4: If you give me two seconds, I can grab it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know what? Since we don't tape visually, we're just going to we're just going to assume it. But I'm going to want to see it before the end of this. The man has got a Super Bowl ring, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. But uh, Walt, welcome to the show.
4: Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
2: First thing I've got to say to you, man, is that I am so impressed with the maturity of your decision to retire early because you just got sick of getting hurt.
4: Yeah, I yeah, um, had quite a few injuries there. Tore my ACL, MCL, PCL, my senior year in college, uh, my second league. I broke my, my fibula in, in duty. I rebroke it a few months after that and had to get a a surgery and get a bone graft there. Go on. We win the Super Bowl. I go out to New York. uh, Second week of the the season, I tear my pec. Still felt confident it wasn't a lower extremity injury and wanted to uh, show that I had more in the tank and that I play at this very high level. And I went down to Philly and had the opportunity there to, to be able to change positions and start at safety. Played six years, but in that course of of the six years, three of those were on injured reserve and being injured, and the other three were actually on the field. So half the time, I'm spending preparing for life after football, diving into different interests, and ultimately it kind of got to the point to where I was, you know, looking at the longevity, looking at my 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 children, and want to and, and be healthy, and decided to call it quits and pursue uh, other interests that I had during the time.
3: And just so the listeners know,
4: when John says that you retired early, you retri-
3: retired at 28. 28 yeah and left a 3.5 million dollar salary on the table.
4: Yeah, I was actually a free agent after that season and I had a, a my best year, actually my I personally my best year was the Super Bowl year. I, I had recorded maybe one, I recorded one interception a forced fumble, but I didn't give up any touchdowns uh that year. My technique was very sound, so for me the the technical aspect was personally my best year. Yeah, I was up to be a free agent and had an opportunity to go on and, and sign a, a longer term extension with it with a team somewhere and uh just didn't entertain the thought. I told my agent that I didn't even want to hear who was interested. I just didn't, wa- <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to go go down that path and be tempted in, 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 in Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah,
3: right, because because we kind of did the math before you came on here at 3.5, even if you played five more years, you're talking about 17 million dollars you left on the table, my friend you've got to be one of the guys that that really does have their priorities together if you put family first and things like that
4: with all you know and, and money's ne- has never been really a, a, a driving motivator for me within that regard and it's a, it's a high risk high reward type of situation and I gone through the high risk aspect of it and really factoring that in and Seeing if that made sense compared to the, the money, like you have the money, but if you're not able to, to spin it functionally or you have these different ailments in the long term, then you have this aspect of, you know, the chronic traumatic encephalopathy that's going out there. And we're learning more about that type of situation. The inevitable aspect of the sport, the the reward didn't meet the, the, the risk aspect for me uh, in that regard. And so... I feel that through different ventures that I have set forth that I can potentially probably make that back. Just maybe not as as quick of a go as as the NFL and entertainment aspect uh, allows you to be able to make that type of money. Uh but again if I was playing golf, it'd be a different type of situation. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Real quick, if if he's thinking of of doing
2: three million plus playing golf from I mean, not to accept an invitation to play with him. Okay. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are bets I'm not gonna be able to handle.
4: <laughs> it's like uh, what is, uh what Kisner Kisner said, right? It's like, you know, they pay pretty well at 20th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: that's true. <laughs> you could set the goal you know just to be there you, you'll do pretty well before we get off football here you've uh, we we've, we've just finished up with the super bowl within the last couple of weeks here and um, we talked about it a little bit before we we came on you see things differently we had gus ferrad on right before and he was talking about things from the quarterback standpoint as the game obviously turned out there was a lot more defense to talk about than offense to talk
4: about. What'd you see? The the topic was the defense, right? A lot of the, the pass interference calls on how they were favoring Tampa Bay uh, offense and the ability to be able to score points. But it, you know, the one way to to remove the referees from the game is playing sound, t- sound technique. It's not putting yourself in position t- for the ref to have to make that judgment call because they are judgment calls and they're at different angles and they see different things in that moment. And the game is moving so fast it's, you know, just really just putting yourself in position and going back to that, the aspect of defense, Tampa Bay's defense played, you know, you know one heck of a game holding yeah. Kansas City, this high power offense to to nine points. And you hear the commentators through the course of the game, as far as, you know, Bruce Aaron, his thought process, as far as, you know, our offense needs to score at least 40 points to win this game. Mm-hmm. Just to let you know, like, you know, how defensive a struggle that it's going to be in the the. Respect to the Kansas City offense and their ability to be able to put up points. And yet this defense held them to nine points. So I think, regardless of the past, the past interference and some of the key, the, some of the aspects of the referees, you know, it came down to the defense. uh both defenses having to stop the offense of scoring points and Tampa Bay did a better job of doing that. Yeah.
2: Let me ask you a question, man, as, as a former safety, when, when you're coming down field and you've got your arms wrapped around some dude, how can that not be pass interference?
4: You know? Yeah. It's it, again, you, you're, you're only allowed lot five yards, yeah. you know, so if you want to get physical, you want to put your hands on them, you have five yards that's in the rule book. So, I mean, it's, if you understand that aspect, it's again, you play with your feet, You don't play with your hands until after the five yards are over. And, again, it's putting yourself in position to, again, removing the referees to having to make that call. Because those those refs don't want to have to throw the laundry out there to to call the play. But if you're going to be out there getting grabby and handsy because you have poor technique, no, that's on you as a defender. Right. Yeah. And one more There's question: too. Would, would you but, allow your your kids to play football? Uh, right now, I have I have girls, so, okay. I'm, so it's not I'm, a problem. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not it's not a problem. They're going to be in golf. That's what they're going to be in. Golf. <laughs> so we're we're I'm getting them ready. They got the clubs in their hands. <laughs>
2: Fantastic.
3: Legion of Boom. That was the kind of defense that we saw with Tampa yesterday. I mean, they were controlling you guys. It was always how do we control Seattle's defense? What do we do to try to get Seattle's defense? you know, on their heels a little bit. And oftentimes it didn't work for the other team, which is why you have a Super Bowl ring. I have a bunch of questions, but first of all, you know, do you see a lot of parallels between the two? And then second of all, tell us what it's like to when, when you finally get to the point where you realize you guys have won the Super
4: Bowl? Understanding what we did at a very high level, you know, we at, in Seattle we we played a couple of coverages. Our main bread and brother was cover three and different variations of cover three. So we had PhDs in that particular type of coverage. So offense is trying to attack us. We know where the weaknesses are of those defenses. To where now you have to hold the ball that split second longer, and now allows our front four to get. Pressure on the quarterback. And it's the exact same thing with Tampa Bay did. They were rushing four a lot of the times. They really weren't bringing five, but their front four was getting pressure and had Mahomes running all over the place and, and scrambling. Even though you know he has a very high c- completion rates of getting out of pocket and making those plays downfield, the but they did a great job of getting that pressure and you know minimalizing that attack from from that offense.
3: Tell me what it's like when when the streamers are going and, and the the everybody's high fiving and stuff. What's what is that feeling like?
4: We, we have this idea of the Super Bowl of uh, hard fought game. It's coming down to the wire. You know, either defense is gonna have to make the stop or the offense is gonna have to go out there and uh have to score that last touchdown. It's always gonna come down to the wire in the majority of cases. But you know, in our game, it was, you know, it was such a a lopsided type of win kind of how the super bowl was to where the defense kind of, uh, imposes will within the game, you know, it, it took away a, a little bit in that moment, but knowing that if you went, once we look back to the course of the season and seeing how, you know, it wasn't an easy path, there might've been like two or three games, maybe that we just had our way, you know, with teams through the course of the season. But for a lot of the games we had to come back in the fourth quarter to win games and persevere and really rely on the next guy to, you know, to do their job and and to play at a very high level. So, you know, that culmination of a confetti falling from the sky, you know, it just showed all the hard work that we put in through the course of the year. And it was, it was very worth it.
3: And one last thing on, on your former team, Russell Wilson won the um, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which is uh, a great award for is off the field um, contributions and stuff.
4: So he's a, a, a tremendous guy in that regard. Constantly, you know, looking to give back. Every Tuesday, he's he's out at the children's hospital, giving his time, spending his time with the with these young individuals who are going through life, you know, altering circumstances, and it kind of puts things in perspective. To where it, 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 we're here, you know, here for the purpose of entertainment. And playing the sport that, that we love and grew up playing, um, and understand that you know we, we're fortunate to be able to play th- this game and be able to get compensated the way that you know the athletes are being able to be compensated for the sport. But you know it goes beyond the the field or the court or the course to be able to you know have that impact of, of young individuals who look up to you and being able to inspire hope and. Give them confidence to to persevere through their situations.
2: And one more last question, too, on the football is Pete Carroll's gum, is that part of his contract or does he pay for that? (laughs) (laughs) The double bubble. (laughs) We we are talking with Walt Thurman and we are going to keep talking to him because we're coming right back. This is the Approach Shop. Every once in a while, a new app comes along that you play with for a little bit. You go, man, this is so cool. There are so many fantastic things we can do with this. And we have found one of those apps. It's called Stereo. It allows podcast creators to build a more intimate relationship with the fan base by engaging them in direct conversation because listeners can record a question and send it right to you. You can ask for questions. You can entertain. You can have a dialogue. The Approach Shot is really excited to offer our listeners a new way to interact with us. Join us Monday at 2 Eastern time for a live show on the Stereo app. Just download the free Stereo app and select Approach Shot. Then you can connect with us whenever we're live. Stay tuned for more details on how to engage with us on Stereo. At the end of today's episode, there's a wide range of conversation topics going on on Stereo right now. There's comedy, there's pop culture, there's lifestyle, there's sports, etc. And Monday at 2, there'll be us. Go there now, www.stereo.com slash approach shot. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are the Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. I'm
3: Neil Michaels, and we are here with Walt the III, and we've talked a little football now, but as John likes to say, this is a golf podcast. <laughs> yes. So Walt, we understand when uh, the spikes got hung up, the other spikes came out, and you started playing a lot more
4: frequently. Yeah, I would play every now and then at charity events and tournaments, and then ironically enough, I was at a charity tournament, and it kind of just everything just clicked for me. I just got this itch to play golf and want to get better and and pursue this sport. I've always been a very technical person, whether it was cornerback position, I ran hurdles in high school and college. I pole vaulted and high jumped as well. So these, you know, just very technical sports and just playing golf and, and being in this individual sport, immediately just kind of just fell in love with the sport. I regret a little bit because I had an opportunity for my uncle to take him up on some some lessons in golf back in high school. And I, I wish I would have done it because of just how fun of the, of the game and the sport that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really just now I find myself just wanting to perfect my craft.
2: You know, a lot of high-level athletes, like you were throughout high school, college, and professionally, look at golf as kind of like – and a lot of people say anything you can do while drinking beer really can't be an athletic pursuit. <laughs> but – But it, it can be, and it is, but what, like you said, just something clicked where suddenly you said, Hey, this this game is not as stupid as it
4: looked. Well, I don't think it, I don't think it was a matter of that. I think it was I, I play. I grew up playing baseball. Okay. I did soccer, basketball, and doing football. So I, being immersed in all these sports that are high speed, you're constantly running all over the place. Mm-hmm. And golf is 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 such a, a sl- slower paced sport. Right. Just during that time where I was at, just didn't click to the other sports that I was playing because of the, the change of pace. I guess I think that was the biggest thing. And then as I fast forward you know, now you're, you're taking it in from a different perspective, a different lens and probably even a different maturity level mm-hmm. from you know, not being introduced earlier on of the game to where there's a lot of aspects that kind of correlate to the other sports that I have played to where I can still kind of tap in to those previous sports in a different kind of format. The, the, the individual aspect of like how track is, mm-hmm. the, um, the mental fortitude that that's, that's required to play golf in the, the variety of different aspects, uh, the discipline, the, the integrity aspect of the sport. So I think all these different things, you know, just really have a, a fondness uh, of being as I become more introduced into the sport and playing a lot more.
3: How competitive are you when you get out there?
4: I'm, I'm, I'm very competitive. Uh, I'm more competitive with myself. You know, you are competing against other people, but ultimately you're competing against yourself mm-hmm. unless you're playing match play. But for the most part, you're, you know, it's just you. It's one shot at a time and it's one hole at a time. That that competition level Just being so competitive through my other sports. I love it because again, I'm you know, it's it's me against the course uh, on any given day.
3: I have this vision of you in match play and a guy sinks, you know, a long putt on eighteen to win it, and you put the club down, put some pads on, and just like nail (laughs) it.
2: Not today, buddy. Probably would be a better game if we could introduce a little defense, you know.
4: (laughs) Right? Well, it it is. It is pretty funny because when I'm when I'm out just playing, even if it's in in a group of other people, and you're not kind of going ahead, everyone's just kind of keeping those scores. I play okay, but if we're playing like a a, you know like a skins or match play type of situation, I play a lot better. The competitive aspect of actually going and competing with somebody in that moment just allows me just to focus and tap in so much more that I'm starting to notice when I get into these type of situations, which Let's, is fun too. Yeah.
2: Let, let us all feel good about ourselves. Well, now you, you were very successful. Like you said, you played baseball, basketball, football, professional athlete. How good are you at golf
4: when you first started? Oh, terrible. Dang, thank you. <laughs> I think I, I was well, one tw- 120s. When I for, for first for, first starting out there, uh, then within a year I was able to drop about twenty five strokes there, and then, and it's just one of those things to where it's the constant pursuit of uh, practice. Yeah, that's just that's know, the practice key. is so important just that's to be able to fine your, you know, fine tune your swing, fine tune your your vision on what you're looking at and lining your your shots up. There's so many different integral parts of the game that I that I love that also need a lot of work on.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you, you you strike me again as being very mature and being very analytical. Did it surprise you one and infuriate you too when being an athlete, you found that golf didn't
4: come easy? Yeah, you know it's because uh, you understand the, at a, you understand the game at a at a high level, probably you know different attention to detail. But then it's knowing that okay, I I, I need to practice. It's probably like going back, coming out of the um, surgery. And rehabbing and you know, having the backpedal and break, you know, you're a little slow, your 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 footwork is, is is sloppy. And it's just, you know, the more you're doing it, the more you're more of that repetition, because we are creatures of habit, mm-hmm. you know, you get more fluid within that. And it, it was very tough. And it's like once the bug hit me, I mean, I was playing, you know, twice a week almost. You mm-hmm. know, I was just I was just constantly out there just trying to immerse myself in the game and play to get better yeah and i have I have some aspirations to to play at a at a high level and I look at the time that it took me to to get to the professional space of playing uh football specifically uh just kind of setting goals and wanting to be able to play at a high level just kind of forced myself into uh to getting out there and practicing every day yeah it's just it looks so easy.
2: And just so many of us get so you know, frustrated. And it,
4: and it's it's, t- it's tough. It's tough to watch these pro golfers out here because they do make it look so easy. It doesn't matter if they're in a rough, if they're out in the desert and in, in a hazard somewhere, and they hit a, a shot under a tree, over a tree, and land on the green five feet. And it's like, wait, how? Do you, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, how do, you do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, was it was it Rory?
2: Somebody I forget. Oh, Brooks Kepka, who who hit from like under a cactus
4: bush. Even you know, Jordan Spieth's round that he had on Saturday, where he shot the sixty one, was yeah. was just amazing. Like he was in you know unideal situations, but every shot that was appeared to be bad, he just turned it around and made it like you know just the most incredible shot. And just he was knocking down birdie putts from all over the, he made it just look so easy. Here's a, a 35 footer. You know, I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to sink it like with the, not even blinking.
2: Now you, you are using golf as, as it's one of the things that it's best used for. You're using it for a cause. You've you you've yep. got a tournament coming up. You want to tell us a little bit about that, man?
4: In the midst of uh, if COVID or actually even pre-COVID immersing myself in golf. There was an opportunity at my former high school, West Covina High School. Um, I'm the head golf coach there for all varsity. Right. Took that opportunity uh, to be a part of that, but being immersed in the the school system and COVID hitting and seeing how the, you know these kids just you know had literally had their whole season just cut stopped on a dime with no future inside of what was going to happen uh, created this foundation called United Champions for Change. Seeing COVID and how it affected education, it, it just showed more of a, a divide in the educational space with everything going online. Uh, the lack of resources, whether it's from, you know, internet access that we're using this or, you know, computer, the hardware to be able to get onto some of these classes uh, and some of the the families not being able to have access to these resources, uh, wanted to be able to create something to assist with that aspect and ultimately being able to provide athletic competition for juniors uh, in golf and track it as well as tennis as well, to have opportunities to showcase their skills and, um have opportunity to be able to play at the next level. And the same thing with with football as well. I was a guy who had to play through my senior year to to kind of finalize some of my, you know, my scholarships. Some of these kids didn't even have a senior season. Yeah. You know, they may play, you know, one or two games that might have been on the cups to get receiver scholarship. And it's just kind of it's just unfortunate to where you have an opportunity to further your education, further your, your life circumstances of being able to you know, get a higher education and play at a higher level, and you know a lot of that is taken away for some of these guys that were just on the cusp and want to be able to provide uh, access to young amateurs within that space. Cool. Is there a website or something you can go to and check out, get more information about the foundation? Yeah, uh, unitedchampionsforchange.org dot United org. Change dot org. Write it down. Go visit. Help
2: out very worthwhile cause not just at West Covina High School but all across the country
1: don't go away we still have a six-pack for Walt
2: it's coming up be right back
1: Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again, 800-590-0443.
0: I can't get my computer to work Let me help you with that How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On site.
1: Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283.
3: All right, we're back with Walt Dermond and it is time for six pack of questions. Ready to go? Yes, sir. Who's the favorite person you have played a round of golf with?
4: Uh, favorite person I played a round of golf with um Jermaine died, baseball player. He's a he's a scratch golfer. So we were at a Mike Tyson's charity event that were there and I got paired up with, with Jermaine and a couple other guys and just watching his game. And that's kind of when the, the whole itch for golf came about was uh, during that round. And it was just, you know, seeing his ability and coming from the same professional background. And uh, I was just very impressive just seeing seeing him play and help me get more into this space.
3: Who's the person you'd most like to play around with? And that's living or dead, and it doesn't have to be a golf pro.
4: Oh, that's a good question. I I wouldn't mind playing a a round of golf with Phil Mickelson. (laughs) (laughs) He just, bring bring lots of money. (laughs) We
3: we know that Phil's listening. So Phil, you just, I think there was just a challenge thrown down. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you or that you did on a golf course?
4: Um. Obviously, the 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 occasional shanks, you know, o- are always one. Haven't done anything too embarrassing on the golf course yet. So,
2: <laughs> don't worry, it's coming, it, man. It's coming.
3: Say, that's how you know that he's still picking up the game because <laughs> <laughs> we all have a story. Now, question for drive for show or putt for dough? In a best ball, are you showy or are you doughy?
4: Ah, uh, I have my moments of, of, of both. If I'm if I'm making contact on on that driver, then I I can. I can, I can hit it a ways there. I have some, I have some great swing speed. Uh, but, you know, the, the putter shows up occasionally too, though. Especially the sc- scramble formats are always nice because, you yeah. know, you show up when you need to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> show, 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 showy, showy and doughy. <laughs> gotcha. Probably more doughy, <laughs> Probably
3: more doughy, though. Probably more doughy. And we're not talking about the way you look. You know, no. that's, that's John and me. we're a little on the doughies. Yeah. <laughs> Which would you rather do, make the Pro Bowl or have a hole in one?
4: Oh. The opportunity to, to have the Pro Bowl would have been would have been nice. I guess now I'm, I'm on the pursuits for the hole in ones. Hole in ones in competition would be nice. Yeah.
3: There you go. There you go. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and since we
3: are the approach shot, what's the one rule you live by?
4: Um the one rule I live by is uh integrity. You gotta have gotta have integrity and in golf is the personification the, of integrity, man, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So it's yeah. uh something that it put it puts things in perspective, as and holds us all accountable.
3: Let me let me go back and say the the website again, which is unitedchampionsforchange.org. dot org. You have a golf tournament coming up here in San Diego on March twenty second. There will be more information on that website. So if you're in Southern California, or if you plan on vacationing in Southern California, come on out. It's going to be a great day, and and uh, I may be out there and and say hello to you and. We're talking about maybe even doing the show having my part of the show live that day out there which i appreciate the invite for so again it's org. and
2: just to let you know well one day phil mickelson got up early for a practice round and told the guys he was playing with i don't get up at this hour for anything less than 2500 bucks <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so that's what the bet was on that round
4: 2500 okay yeah <laughs> That's good to know. I'll be ready for you, Phil. (laughs) He's coming. He's coming for you. I'm I'm going to go practice right now. I'll be back. Better take a few
2: extra. Get two (laughs) buckets. All right? Phil, remember, (laughs) Phil, remember, the the
3: tournament is in the San Diego area. The gauntlet has been dropped. Show up,
2: man. (laughs) Show up. That's right. That is right. Walt Thurman. Pleasure to meet you, my man, and good, yeah, luck. Put in as well. good luck with the tournament and uh, and continued success with the Foundation, man. It's a great, uh, great win. Great to have, have you, now. Stuff. Oh,
4: Thank appreciate you. I
2: appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. And thanks for <laughs> hanging out with us on The Approach Shot. And golf is a funny game. We all know it, and we prove it again and again every week. One more hilarious
1: comedian is coming up next. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. I gotta try Nugenix Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. That's GRIT to 321321. And now, it's time for Golf is a Funny Game.
2: Back to your hosts, John Ashton and Neil Michaels And we get the man and decap. <laughs> He's your friend. I just keep pointing that out. He's your friend. But, but you know what? We
3: both decided it would be a good idea to intro this segment and so you, you have to take at least 50% of the responsibility.
2: Cool. okay. If you say there so, you go. I don't know who you are to push me around, but okay, I'm not gonna.
3: Go. <laughs> uh this is golf is a funny game, and we're trying to be funny, but we have someone with us who doesn't have to try very hard. It's road
5: della Grazie. Hi guys, how are you? Um, if you hear any noise right now, it's my four year old. I've given him a dinosaur egg to dig open. We have to bribe <laughs> him. We're potty training. I didn't know at uh, mom, we've got to teach. You somebody to pee in a toilet. It's not a natural thing. He's learning that if he pinches it off and comes to a prize and then goes back and pees again, he just keeps collecting prizes. <laughs> so Actually, we cut him off and we tried to do a sticker chart. And after a while, he just stopped. And then I said to him last week, I go, hey, you used to pee in the potty. And he's like, you used to give me treats. I'm like, <laughs>
2: It used to be profitable.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I know this is a golf podcast and a sports podcast. We do not have anything related to golf in the house because I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And if I had golf clubs, they would kill each other and then us.
0: So we keep everything
5: (laughs) that could potentially bash electronics and each other's brains out of the house for now. But I'm hoping – There is a starter golf kit we just got offered from our neighbor. So we'll see how that goes. I'll report. Um, Very nice.
3: Very nice. It's a little scary talking about teaching your kids to potty because a couple of weeks ago we had my 26-year-old stepson and his girlfriend over. And after he had a couple of drinks, he was talking about how great it felt to pee outdoors.
5: You know, at this point, though, Mike, I'll take it. If you want to go piss outside, do whatever you have to do. Get out of these damn diapers if you could. because I mean, I don't know what to tell you, kid. They're going to be like, you're out of luck. So (laughs) I'm glad to know that eventually you'll, I'll get them potty trees. Like, isn't yeah. that the circle of life? The yeah. other circle of life I've just discovered is you work so hard, like you have a day job, you're a comedian and you're a waitress. You work so hard to not become a waitress anymore, just to get famous enough to open a restaurant. <laughs> that's like the cycle of life. <laughs> so you can hire other comedians to work for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's how life goes in circles. He uh, also told me today that his uh, penis is the biggest. So in case you don't know. <laughs> that case- started early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Our pandemic's going well. I'm not bored. <laughs> Definitely not bored. Uh, so uh, if you want to know what quarantine's like with toddlers, uh, we were talking earlier. I am living in L.A. I've lived in L.A. for a long time. Uh, I'm from New York.
2: Gee, um, you never now,
5: know. God, all right, I know. I, I know. I've been out here. Like, where are you from? I'm like, well, um, today's
3: worst kept secret.
5: Yeah, we uh, we. So talked you're to a Red Sox about, fan. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
2: oh,
5: oh. Uh, are you talking to John, Mike? <laughs> no, I'm, talking uh, to you. I'm not. Uh, I will say, the thing is, out here. I'm, I'm a Yankees fan. Back at home with my Long Island friends, I'm a Mets fan. I was a Mets fan in 86. I wrote a letter to Daryl Strawberry. He never wrote me back. So then I started rooting for the Yankees. Uh, but I will say what happened was when I was out here years ago, the Phillies and the Yankees were at a... Uh, the world series that was a big world series game mm-hmm. it was 2009, I believe it just popped up in my Facebook memories. Uh so what happens is my friend is a Phillies fan and she says, hey, yo, bro, there's a Phillies bar. Do you want to come watch the game? Right? Let's go watch the game together. And I was like, well we're in LA. It can't be like it can't be like a really Phillies <laughs> bar. <ball>. Like how <laughs> Philly is going to be no mm-hmm. we're in LA. All right. So uh I I put my Yankee shirt on. I go, the game had already started. I open the door and all I see is a sea of red. It's just red. Shirt and I, I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is, this is a Philly's wow. bar. Like, I don't know if I should right. be here. Right. So what happens is they notice, they sense me and they turn and they look at me and they rush me. Like they're lying. Oh Oh, I mean, I honestly I would have been safer as a crip in a blood bar. That's how bad (laughs) this was. And I'm just like, what my friend grabs me and the news is there covering it and they see me and they go, they come up to me to interview me and they go, Are you nuts? (laughs) (laughs) And then I do an it. I go, you know, I do an interview. We lose that game. Thank God,
2: because oh yeah, I don't
5: know what would have happened. Um, it was fine. Like come back every game so we can win. Um, people come up to me, they heckle me, they walk away. They, I mean, I'm surprised nobody, you know, smacked my drink. I mean, it was crazy. At the end of the game, uh, the bartender calls me over and he goes, "Hey, come here." And I was like, "What? What? What?" I look at him, I go, what? And he goes, I'm on your side. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the <laughs> like, oh, awesome. And I, I, I just oh, laughed. Yeah. And that was my big uh my big sports outing here. I've never gone back to another <laughs> they're so like, Hey, you're lucky it was baseball, it's not an Eagles game because yeah. they have oh. great I was like, oh, you don't got to tell me.
2: I know what you're saying. My son-in-law is an Eagles fan. I won't even go to his house to watch a football game.
5: Oh, no, 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 no. no. And especially being a – I mean, I will say Boston sports, you guys, you got your legacies and all blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know how you feel about Brady, but personally, I hate everything about Brady. So Uh watching him win was so – I – hated everything about it. So uh, that night I had to take an edible because I was so <laughs> I'm not even smoke pot or do anything.
3: Wish I'd yeah. thought of that. <laughs>
5: yeah. I personally hated seeing Brady go and win because they're like, is it Belichick? Is it Brady? Is it the dynamics of the team? And then he yeah. leaves and wins. And I'm like...
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's great about it being Brady is that we're recording this on a Wednesday, four days after the Super Bowl, and we're still hearing... Every newscast, the Today Show, Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. Oh, <laughs> shut up, all this.
4: Shut up.
1: I want to be like
5: wife makes more money. I hope she tells him that every day. I don't know. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're uh, right now we're just um, in the pandemic. We're friend. okay. Put it on the plate. We're I'm not athletically gifted, so I can only talk smack about the sports players. But my children seem to have. Uh, My daughter is, too, and uh, I'm going to enlist her in parkour because she knows how to climb uh, uh, tall structures and jump from them.
2: (laughs) Uh, She'd be like, you know, stunt person in the next Spider-Man movie or something.
5: Yeah, she... um, The night that I decided to, oh, I'm going to take an edible since I'm so angry about Brady was the night she decided to figure out how to climb out of her crib and just pop out into the living room. (laughs) Like, hey, I'm here. Great timing. (laughs) I was like, this is great. This is exactly what I needed on this night. Yeah. We had to, we used to barricade her in, you know, to hold her back. And no, she's, she's discovered how to climb out. So that's the kind of phase we're in right now. So now you have
2: to put like a top with a lock on it.
5: Yeah, yeah. but apparently you're not allowed to do that. No, I think that's called a cage. Yeah.
3: <laughs> As a comedian, what have you been doing during the pandemic? Have you been doing live shows uh, anywhere?
5: Uh, I haven't been in front of a live audience since March 11th. I'm feeling the effects for sure. <laughs> I've done Zoom Uh Nothing no. says uh, a Zoom comedy show than being no. heckled by somebody no. eating soup. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, no. My no. child that you hear, no. he was no. delayed in speaking, so we no. got him speech therapy. Mm.
2: Yeah, so it worked. It worked.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I have a story that you might appreciate, Roe, when we first moved from Boston to New York City, driving through Manhattan driving down Broadway, as a matter of fact. And finally, some guy pulled up next to us. The windows were down. Guy pulled up next to us and just looked and says,
5: where the fuck are you from, Boston? <laughs> that uh, sounds like the New York. Yeah, that thing.
2: was welcome to New York, New York. <laughs>
0: That's
5: right. Uh, I've, I've driven a lot in uh, New York. I've driven around everywhere from being a comedian, just literally everywhere. And I had friends that said they've had three near-death experiences. Mm. One of them was 9-11, and the other two were in my car. So, <laughs> I don't know what that says about my driving. <laughs> I'm working on it now that I <laughs> People judge you when you're in a mini. So I'm just trying my best to, you know. And tone down the anger. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rojo Grazi, do you have any shows coming up that we can promote? Any any shameless
5: self-promotion here as we need to wrap up Golf is a Funny Game? February 23rd, I'm at Flappers. Uh, virtual. It's all, it's all virtual. Uh, so February 23rd, I'm at Flappers, and February 13th, we're doing a Valentine's Day show called Comedy on the Couch. And I... Uh, You can look up my IG, Rodell Grazie. You can look up Mama Moody if that's a little easier. I'm on TikTok. I do impersonations of my husband on TikTok. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) you guys are awesome. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you. Well, Ro, thanks for for being on. Golf is a funny game. Online, February 23rd. Look up and the last name is D E L L E G R A Z I E for those of you who are not.
5: Italian.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you so much for spending time with us here on The Approach Shop. We have more. There's always more. Make sure you come on back and you wouldn't want to miss things. Just in case you had run to get a piece of paper and a pen when we were saying uh, earlier about the Stereo app and the special live show we're going to be doing on Monday at 2, let me reiterate some of the pertinent details for you, okay? It's the Stereo app. Stereo.com slash Approach Shot. You can download it for free from both your Apple or your Android device. You can find a wide range of conversations on there like uh, comedy and pop culture, lifestyle, sports, etc. But if you want to hear some of the stories that uh, Neil and I have, and I tell you, we'll curl your hair with those. Uh, maybe ask some questions about some of our uh, guests uh, make some comments about the show in general we appreciate all of it just go to our url www.stereo.com slash approach shot download the app it's free and we will talk to you and more importantly you can talk to us monday at 2 eastern stereo.com slash approach shot <laughs> we made it through yet another week
3: Ro was as funny as we had hoped she would be and walt walt's just a good dude i mean the fact that he retired at 28 mm-hmm. gave up the money is helping kids out uh, i think we have found the definition of the approach shot somebody who's really approaching life the way we would all want to
2: yes so is, is actually living his uh, philosophy which is great that's that's right. fantastic. Uh, do appreciate you being here. Su- yeah. Suggest maybe you come back next week. Really think about it. What else do you have to do? You know what? Why don't you join us for our live show on
3: stereo, which will be on Monday mm-hmm. at 11 Pacific to Eastern time. John and I will be there rambling and talking and answering
2: questions and posing questions and... Contribute, too, with a question or a comment or something. That's one of the best things about being on Stereo. So if you haven't yet, go to stereo.com slash approach shot. Download the free app. It works for both iPhones and Android phones. Follow Approach Shot. Be here Monday. 2 eastern 11 pacific and you can do the math for all those times in between
3: also find us uh, you know anywhere that you can download our podcasts whether that's on iheart or on spotify or definitely on apple podcasts and you could go to the website and hit the subscribe button we sure would appreciate that
2: we definitely would approach.net the website if you're not there already So we will talk to you Monday at two. We will talk to you again back here. Anytime you're of a mind to at approach have yourself a great week and life.
1: It is a gift. Go open it and enjoy. How powerful is Cox internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players. Right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions
0: apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's.